Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. You're on the Bible Talk program that specializes in the Bible, specializes in apologetics, Christian living, uh, systematic theology, all of those subjects on the table on the Bible Talk program. Your host, and glad to be your host, Pastor Emery Moss, Pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Glad to be with you today as once again we go into the Word of God. Now, I've got some things to bring together. Of course, the phone lines are open for you to call. Uh, got some challenges that we didn't wrap up. And so, therefore, uh, there's a, a lot of teaching that is called for as we deal with some of these issues. One of them that we had yesterday uh, was dealing actually with uh, Judas. We came out of Matthew chapter 27. Now, all of us know what Judas did, okay? No doubt about it. Those, at least those of us who read our Bibles, okay, uh, and have been to church on a regular basis and uh, have uh, been taught the Word of God, that uh, Judas, basically, he betrayed Christ. He did, okay? He uh, became possessed by a demon. John, and In fact, not a demon, but Satan himself possessed Judas Iscariot. And uh, he betrayed Jesus Christ, okay, to the authorities, and they killed him. Uh, and then after that, in Matthew chapter 27, we see that Judas repented. Yeah, Matthew 27, verse 3, Then Judas, which had betrayed him when he saw uh, that he was condemned, repented himself. That's what it says, that Judas repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. Okay? And then he said, in verse 4, saying, I have sinned, and that I have portrayed the innocent blood. And they didn't care. They said, what is that to us? See thou to that. Okay? Uh, verse 5, well, he saw to it, says in 27 and 5, and he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. So he hung himself. Okay? So all those details we have, historical account we have, the question becomes, what about his repentance? Was his repentance accepted by God? Uh, really, uh, was his offer of repentance, uh, was that accepted by God? That's the best way to say it. Uh, did he repent for real? And uh, should we give him credit for that? 
And do we think that God forgave him for what he did? That was the question that we talked about. Didn't get an answer yesterday, but we will today. At least an answer that I think is appropriate for this. Uh, First of all, I'll say categorically, I do not believe that Judas, his repentance was sufficient. I don't. I don't think so. And I think we have enough biblical data, even though it may be debatable, uh, to say that he uh, did not go to heaven. In fact, when we look at scriptures that deal with him, we know about his repentance, what he said. But we find already Jesus saying something about him over in John 17 and 12, right? Where uh, Jesus says, uh, he's praying to the Father at this time, uh, and uh, his concern is with the mission God has given him and his disciples. So in John 17, 12, uh, Jesus says, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept. So the ones that God gave him, his followers, his disciples, he says, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. Son of perdition, okay? the son of destruction, the son of doom, who's he talking about? Judas. Yeah, Judas was the son of perdition that is being spoken of there. Well, still, you could say, well, 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 what about his repentance? What about the fact that in Matthew 27, we see him repenting? Well, uh, repentance, maybe, there might be some different definitions of repentance, let's say. Pastor Moss, you're saying, what in the world are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 8 and 9. Well, Paul introduces some very interesting theology to us concerning forgiveness, where he says in 2 Corinthians, and this is in chapter 7 and verse 8, uh, he's talking about someone that the Corinthian church uh, should have forgiven, all right? And he says in 2 Corinthians 7 and 8, For though I made you sorry with the letter, I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Okay? Okay? Then he says in verse 9, Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry. What happened was there was someone who needed to be forgiven, and uh, they were slow at forgiving this person. All right? uh, so that's what he's talking about here. But they, in doing that, had sinned. Okay? So he says in verse 9, Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry but that you, you sorrowed to repentance. Oh, so you can be sorry about something. Do you, do you see that? He says, now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. So there is sorrow that leads to repentance. We got that. Paul continues, for you were made sorrow or sorry after a godly manner that you might receive damage by us in nothing. So, what do you mean? And I know what you're thinking. Same thing I thought at first. Well, if you're sorry, it has to be after a godly manner, right? Okay. But Paul seems here to be saying not necessarily so. Verse 9 again, 2 Corinthians 7 and 9. Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner 
that you might receive damage by us in nothing. Then we get this definition where he says, he says, now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner that you might receive damage by us in nothing. Then verse 10, for godly sorrow worketh repentance. There is a such thing as godly sorrow. Godly sorrow. That is the only kind of sorrow that works repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world works death. Notice again, he says, verse 10. This is in 2 Corinthians. And we're looking at chapter 7, verse 10, where Paul is talking about two kinds of forgiveness. For godly sorrow works repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this selfsame thing that you sorrowed after a godly sort, with carefulness, is wrought in you, and he goes on. So I would say this. It is my theological opinion that even though uh, that Judas repented, it was not after a godly sort. It was not after a godly sort. He had seen too much, too many miracles. Literally, I believe, and his action was blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. So, in my estimation, it was not godly sorrow, but worldly sorrow. And because of that, what we see over in Acts chapter 1, verse 24-26, Acts 1, 24-26, where it says uh, that he had to get replaced, and when Judas was replaced, this is what is said of him. Uh, they were appointed... Matthias in his place, as you know. And then, Acts chapter 1, verse 24, And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen. Messiah was one. Matthias, they both were opting for the position. And Matthias was chosen. What it says about um, Matthias uh, uh, here is interesting. And then it talks about Judas in the same verse. It says that he may take part of this ministry. That's what Matthias did. He took the place that Judas had. That he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. So when Judas died, he went to his own place. And I guarantee you that own place was not heaven. That place was no doubt hell. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, if you've got any questions about what I talked about or any questions whatsoever about the Word of God, we will take those questions on this program. All you've got to do is give me a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Now, also something that I didn't cover as extensively as I wanted to, we had some good discussions and ended with a caller dealing with the subject of the difference between uh, the soul and the spirit. Basically, we know that man uh, is a being who has a body, soul, and spirit. That's what the Bible tells us. But we need to understand, uh, uh, especially the, the, the real one in contention, is what is the difference between the spirit and the soul? 
What is the difference between the spirit and the soul? And it's very interesting how uh, the discussion that we had uh, yesterday with the sister, very interesting discussion, uh, but I want to bring more clarity to that if I can uh, in dealing with uh, the, the, that aspect of the nature of man. If we look at the uh, soul and the spirit and we deal with it theologically, okay, there are two major views. One is the dichotomous theory, okay, the dichotomous theory or view, that man is a dual being consisting of spirit and soul, which are synonymous and interchangeable, okay, and a body, okay, and he has a body. So that is where uh, many are, okay, that, uh, uh, that they believe the dichotomous theory and that the soul and spirit are synonymous and interchangeable. Well, I'm not necessarily a, a, a believing in the dichotomous theory, but I do accept, so I accept the trichotomous one, that man is a tripartite being consisting of spirit, soul, and body, all in unity. The body, the soul, and the spirit are all in unity. The drastic difference is not between the spirit and the soul. While they are not exactly the same function, how they differ is minor in comparison to how they differ from the body, right? Spirit and soul, in fact, if you look at it in a theological sense, that in many theology books I've seen, they uh, would diagram this in circles. They would draw the spirit, then they would draw a circle for the spirit, then the circle for the soul uh, involves a part of the spirit, and then the body stands all on its own. Okay? Man is a trichotomous uh, being, being consisting of spirit and soul. Okay? So basically the spirit and soul are the same. The spirit, they would say, is that which gets you in direct contact with God, and the soul still gets you in contact with God, but the spirit allows a more intimate contact, some would say that. Uh, and there's some, though, that go too far in dealing with it. Yeah, some folks just take it a little bit too far when they talk in terms of the difference between the body, the soul, and the spirit. Some would say that the spirit does not sin. That, that is right, that the man is made of body, soul, and spirit, and the human spirit, once you're saved, that your human spirit is, doesn't sin. That's not what sins. They say it's the body that sins, okay? And so that is one difference that some have made. Now, I want to tell you, that is not correct. Uh, at least it's not correct biblically. You say, well, where, Pastor Moss? Well, in just a minute, I'm going to show you where. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have a question that is on your mind, Outside of my discussion, all you've got to do is call. I am ready for you. Okay? Keep that phone ringing. Uh, definitely, uh, you'll get an answer from Marcus. He, he, he's around. Until, until then, uh, continue to uh, just listen to this program. All right, is it time for a break? You're going to take a break, my friends, and we'll be right back.
If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98. For a queen size premium, but Mike's extending his 60 day money back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUN TO WIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800 919 5912. 800 919 5912 and use the promo code RUN TO WIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One has the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One has the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think about it, turn to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you want to change your life, turn to FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news. In addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500, you can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, welcoming all of you, and especially our callers, we've got Delano on the line. What's up, Delano? Delano, are you with us? Hello, hello? Yes, Delano, are you with us? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I sure can. Okay. Hey, um, just got, got one question here. Uh, in John 15, I think it's John 15, 2, when, um, when Jesus said that 
every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he removes it. Now, um, I, I got I got a, a understanding about that. I'm just trying to see if it's the right understanding. What would you who would you say, who would you say that in me, or, or what would you say that in me is referring to? Every branch in me. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every mm-hmm. branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Okay? Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Okay? Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. What happens is, Verse 4 gives us the key information that we need to know, right? He says, abide mm-hmm. in me, right? And I in mm-hmm. you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, okay? So here, mm-hmm. this branch, evidently, it's supposed to be abiding in him, but it's not, because he says mm-hmm. the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. That is why, mm-hmm. except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. So he's talking about those who abide in him, in my estimation, that are really believers, okay? But those who are, they, they just like the branches, okay, but they really are not abiding in him. Mm, okay. So that terminology, in me, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily refer to someone who is genuinely saved. Exactly. You're exactly right. Verse 7, in fact, backs you up with that statement, my friend, where it says, Mm. if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So you can see then he's using the symbolism of the branch here, but he's talking about actually human beings, right? If you abide Mm -hmm. in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. So he's talking about those who are uh, branches that stay connected to, to, to him, and just like there's counterfeit believers, there's counterfeit branches. Mm-hmm. And, and and this last question on that, would you agree, because from this text I got the understanding that the fruit that he's talking about is obedience. Is obedience where he says, if you remain in me, you know, if, if you re- remain in me. So remaining in him is the fruit that he's talking about. Well, what um, happens? The remaining in, in him is what produces that fruit, right? If you mm-hmm. abide in me, verse 4, if you abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. So then, if you are abiding in him, then you should be producing fruit. Okay, okay. All and right, notice, all right. Up your analogy, which was, which was a, really a great one, uh, brother. It says, for without me, you can do nothing. So you can see then that these branches... Okay. And many people thought they were to branch has got to be connected, not in Jesus' symbolism. He says, without mm-hmm. me, you can do nothing. So that makes you a false branch. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it. Thanks, Pastor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your uh, question, insightful question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Keith and see what's on his mind. Hi, Keith. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Yeah, I have a question. Um, I was wondering if you could explain it to me. Um, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, uh, verses 9 through 11, uh, which we're all familiar with, Jesus said, if a son is hungry and asks his father for bread, will his father give him a stone? Of course, the obvious answer would be no, of course not. Or if the son asks his father for um, 
I could not. You got chopped up a little bit. Which chapter are you uh, uh, referring to? Oh, can you hear me okay now? Uh, pretty good. You and uh, you say Mark. Hold on a second. Let, let, let me let me let me move. Yeah, I'm sitting in my vehicle. Can you hear me now? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're breaking up real bad. I don't know. We got a bad connection. Okay. What about now? Can you hear me now? Uh, uh, yeah, you said uh, you said uh, Mark, and which chapter in Mark? No, no, no. Uh, can you hear me okay now? Wow, <laughs> we're having as they say technical difficulties. Yeah, can you hear me okay now? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you uh, hang up and try to call again? Maybe you come in clear. I'll try to call uh, back. Okay. Yeah, call me back, then. That's a great question. It's like you're asking, so please call us back. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Martin. And that happens once in a while. As good as our technology is, every now and then, it goes astray. Hopefully the rest of you can hear. And as soon as he calls back, he has a question that definitely sounds worthy of dealing with. So just remember that number, area code 866-423-9578, Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I do remember some folks who said that uh, that when you get saved, what is born again is your spirit. Okay. Uh, now the flesh is you know it's a, a part of it, but the flesh doesn't change. But when you're saved, that your spirit is born again. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, basically, they're trying to say that the spirit part of you is free from sin, but your soul and your body are contaminated. Okay? Now, that's one view out there. However, the Bible does not support that view. It does not support that view. Over in Second Corinthians chapter 7, where we went earlier, is where we see uh, uh, what it says. And the person who told me this was quite surprised to see what the Bible says. Because they believed that, because remember, we are made up, now when we're saved, we're a body, a human soul, human spirit, and the Holy Spirit is with us. Okay? Um, that's what happens when you're saved. When you're not saved, of course, you've got your body, soul, and spirit. Okay? Uh, so that, that's how it comes out. Now, here in Second Corinthians 7, look at what Paul says. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh, but also, he says, and the spirit. And it's spelled with a small s here, because that's not talking about the Holy Spirit. That is talking about your human spirit, okay? Perfecting holiness in the fear of God, okay? So, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, okay? Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, yes, you can sin. When you sin, uh, uh, your flesh sins, your spirit and your soul sin right along with it. That's just the way it is. It's not that uh, when you're uh, saved, then your uh, soul, I mean, I'm sorry, your spirit becomes where it can't get involved. That's your human spirit. It can be involved in sin. Of course, it's the Holy Ghost with you that is what uh, uh, convicts you. So we need to realize that, that uh, when, when we look at it. The idea 
that the soul and spirit, because some are going to say that the spirit is holy and the soul is not. Um, the truth is, you can sin uh, in your spirit just as you can sin with your soul. Now, you saw what he said about the spirit being involved in sin, right? It was that Pastor Marsh, I haven't backed up the one yet about the uh, soul. Go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 18. Just as it says, remember what it says about spirit in 2 Corinthians 7. Uh, do we have a caller? Valerie? All right, Valerie, you're Hi. on the line. Hi, Pastor Moss. Hi. How are you? God bless you. Well, God bless you, and good to have you on the program tonight. Thank you. I'm listening to what you're saying about this trichotomous being that man is. Uh-huh. The spirit, the soul, and the body. Right. And you're getting ready to take us to Ezekiel. Uh-huh. But I was just wondering, does Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, give us any insight into this? Yeah, Hebrews 4, the insight it gives us is this. And I used to, for years, interpret this the, uh, the wrong way. But it just sounded so good, you know. <laughs> I kept looking at it and said, okay. But actually, if we look at Hebrews uh, in chapter 4 and uh, verse 12, let's we'll start there at verse 12, where it says, this is Hebrews 4 and 12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul, spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and, in- and intents of the heart. So I used to think that what that meant was that uh, that uh, the, the the word of God cuts the soul away, the spirit away, and the body away, and makes them three separate, you know, kind of things. No, mm-hmm. what it says is two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God, okay, it it it. In other words, it goes right to the source of what the problem is. It is able to, it's talking about how piercing the Word of God is, okay, that it impacts your body, your soul, and your spirit. It's not talking about a separation of them. It's talking about the depth of, in other words, nothing about the human being hides from the Spirit of God. It has a convicting power that is awesome. The Word of God convicts you, and it just goes to the very depth of what the error can be in your life. And that's why you repent and get transformed. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling. Great calls today. Oh, I hate that caller. You got him back? All right. Well, he's back with us. Brother, you're on on the air. What were you saying? Yeah. Hey, can you hear me okay now? Yeah, I sure can. Okay. Yeah, I apologize. It's my cell phone. I think I have trouble with it. Well, uh, real quick, if you could answer this for me. Uh, I, I was mentioning uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses okay. 9 through 11. Matthew 7, okay? 9 through 11. Yeah, uh, Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Uh, it's where Jesus said, if a son is hungry and asks his father for bread, will his father give him a stone? Uh, the, the answer would be, of course not. And right. then it continues, if... If the son asks for fish, will the father give him a snake? Uh, uh-huh. The obvious answer is, of course not. And then Jesus right. continues. Uh, can you still hear me okay? Yeah, I sure can. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesus continues, 
if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now, if you could cross-reference that in the Old Testament with Numbers, the book of Numbers, chapter 21, 5 through 9. And in uh, Numbers uh, 21, 5 through 9, it says, God's children, which was the Jews, the Israelites, were hungry and asked for food. And the Father, who gives good things to those who ask them, gave them poisonous snakes, and many of them died from the poison. So here's my question. Um, Jesus said in Matthew 7, uh, um, you know, you that are evil know how to give good things to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask? So here's the Father who gives good things to those who ask, giving the Israelite children poisonous snakes when they were hungry, asking for food. So it's, it's, I found it interesting and, and puzzling that people who are supposedly evil, according to Jesus, know how to give good things to their children. But then you got God who's given bad things, namely poisonous snakes. So I was wondering, could, could you uh, uh, expound on that? Yeah, I think I can. I think I can. When we go to Numbers chapter 21, right, it says in verse 4, And they journeyed from Mount Hor by way of the Red Sea to come past the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way okay, that they went. Okay? Um, and it says in verse 5, And the people spake against God. Okay? They didn't pray to God. They spake against God okay? and against Moses. In other words, not just their opinion. They were attacking them. Okay? Uh, and they said this, Where, Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loathes this like bread. So we find out from verse 5, first of all, that they did have bread. Okay? God had provided like bread for them. They just didn't like it. So we see here that they are uh, attacking God for the provision he's prov pro uh, provided for them. And the other thing is interesting, they just saw God part the Red Sea. They just saw God bring judgment against Pharaoh, okay, in the most fantastic uh, plagues that could ever be visited on mankind. If anything, that should have inspired them to faith. Instead of them speaking against God and Moses, they should have been just praying to God. But they didn't do that. So what is it time for? It's time for judgment, okay? They sinned against God. And notice what happens. Verse 6, And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. That's right. They, they repented of their sins at this point. Before then, they were proud and arrogant. I mean, they saw God do everything for them, okay? So judgment comes. Therefore the people came to Moses, and he said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us, and Moses prayed for the people. And so, uh, so when they prayed, they got an answer. Their sins were forgiven, and they got an answer. Now, what ha the problem is this. Here's the question I have. Why didn't they pray to him in the first place, rather than having to be judged by him, which brought them to prayer? 
Well, uh, um, I understand what you're saying, but my focus wasn't on the rebellion of the people. My focus is on the Heavenly Father who gives good things to those who ask him. He does, and sometimes good things is judgment, because judgment is what helps to turn people around. In fact, uh, that's the worst, uh, that's the problem we have in our society today, that people aren't allowed to suffer from the consequences of their actions. And so that's got to be done, and God hasn't told us any different. I I would have to, I would have to uh, disagree because, uh, because I'm going according to what Jesus said. Jesus said, the Father in heaven gives good things to those who ask him, but then you got the Father who, quote, gives good things to those who ask him, gave poisonous snakes. I mean, to me, that is very contradictory, and it's very, um, to, uh, and forgive me for saying this, but vindictive. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like justice. It seems more vindictive, like, really? <laughs> like, well, to, like me, seem, to me, it doesn't seem like that. In fact, what I do is I would laugh at the ridiculousness of people who have seen the Red Sea part before their very eyes. They walk on dry land, and they get on the other side, there's, uh, we've got manna falling out of heaven for them, okay, and being provided for them to eat. And they have the nerve enough to rebel against God. They've seen the Red Sea. They've seen plagues come down on Egypt, not come down on them. No, this is where you and I disagree. But I thank you for your call. Yeah. Area code 866-423-9578. Your code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk. Pastor Emory Moss. Yeah, tell it to your mother and your father after they work all day, do everything for you, and then you you don't think you're going to get a spanking? Hmm. All right. Number to call. Any questions you have, welcome here. Bible Talk program. We'll take a break. Be right back. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model in one color with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows or one kind of roof or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturers, and styles of windows, roofing, and siding. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever is best for your situation, we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price. No pushy salespeople, no one-size-fits-all solutions. We also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee, which means as long as you are in your home, you pay for nothing ever again. 
Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, where, of course, I'm teaching, but whatever I'm teaching can be interrupted by any comment that you want to make about the Bible, about theology, about apologetics. You don't have to agree with me. You can disagree. That's fine. As long as we're talking about the Bible, then we're doing what we're supposed to be doing on this program. And... The last call, I appreciate that call, uh, but unfortunately, well, fortunately, depends on how you look at it, our God who loves us is a God of judgment, and what happens is there is, you know, there's a penalty to pay for sin and blasphemy. Uh, sometimes the punishment is God just allowing you to get what you ask for, right? Matthew chapter 23, Jesus comes, I remember when Jesus came, he wanted to save his people, save the Jews. It says here, in Matthew chapter 23, uh, now we know what happens, they killed him. Ultimately, they crucified. They crucified their Lord and Savior. Over 300 prophecies predicting the coming of the Messiah, and uh, the Jews refused to receive it. So, what happens is, Jesus left them to be judged by the Roman Empire, who came and uh, conquered the city in 70 A.D., and he told them the reason why it was going to happen. Matthew 23, verse 37 Jesus says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that kills the prophets and stones them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings, and you would not. I came to save you. You did not want my salvation. Okay? So he says, okay, Behold, because of that, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. You don't want me? Then I will leave. Okay? You reject me, I believe. Okay? When he left, the Romans came in and conquered them. Oh, such a horrible slaughter. Uh, the, the killing that took place at Masada, where uh, Jewish women were even eating their children. Horrible, horrible. Okay? 
but he did tell them in his mercy, okay, that they ultimately are going to repent. That's why in Matthew 23, 39, for I say unto you, you shall not see me henceforth till you shall say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, right? Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Yep. Judgment comes for disobedience. All right, we've got a caller. Barbara, how you doing? Barbara, you're on the air. Comment. Oh, okay, yes, I just wanted to add a little comment. Uh, when the father chastens you, that means you're not a bastard. So that's a good sign. So I just wanted to add that. Well, I, I, I like that. I like that. You're, you're, you're right. <laughs> it's strong language, isn't it? But um, yes. when the father chastens you, what that means yeah. is, is they, they, in fact, you get a beating because they love you, not because they hate you. And so, exactly. yeah, unfortunately, that's, uh, 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 that's just the way it is. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, be, beatings oh, okay. are... Well, okay, good. And she's coming from Hebrews chapter 12, actually, right? Where in Hebrews 12 and 4, uh, Barb, uh, this is the mm-hmm. verse she's referring to, Hebrews 12 and 4, uh, verse uh, uh, 12, and, uh, yeah, 12 and 4, you have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Okay? says, but you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom mm-hmm. the Lord loves, he chastens. And right. equips every son whom he receives. So he goes on to talk about that yet. The discipline of God is, turns us, uh, should turn us back to him in love. Okay? So, when to thank her for that. Don't dis- yeah, you don't discipline other people's children. You let them do whatever. But your children, you discipline them. If not, you're not a good father. You're exactly right. You count as a scholar for today, my dear. That's a good comment that you oh. made indeed. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. That number call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any questions you have about the Word of God is uh, welcome. We've had a lot on the plate today. Uh, we dealt with the whole idea of um, body, soul, and spirit. We looked at that. We dealt with the whole issue of uh, Judas and his so-called repentance, which uh, was not godly repentance, if we, uh, at least I don't believe it was, uh, looking over at what was said in Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, uh, and we talked about some big words, right? Dichotomous theory, trichotomous theory. Well, these are the things that you can expect on the Bible Talk program, where we get into theology, into systematic theology, hermeneutics, uh, so-called contradictions of the Bible because there are none, and enlighten ourselves concerning the teachings of the Word of God. And so we welcome uh, you uh, here uh, for any discussion on theology. In talking about the soul and the spirit, they're pretty much the same, okay? Uh, Some would argue that the spirit of, of man is what uh, causes him to focus more on God, and the soul focuses on God, but also on uh, man himself, his wisdom and his morality given to him by God. So there are some subtle differences that could be made, but uh, they are a lot more alike than they are different. We have to admit the text is clear about that. In uh, 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 two places, in Luke chapter 1, which we had uh, yesterday, just to review that again, in Luke chapter 1, verse 46 and 47, 
uh, it comes glaring uh, out at you in terms of um, the uh, the unity that we see uh, between the soul and the spirit. Some of you guys can see that I'm turning my Bible just like you do here. Here in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. Okay? Okay? Then in verse 47, she says, And my flesh, no. She says, And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Here, she's uh, using the same two words to describe to describe rejoicing. She rejoices with her soul. Her spirit also rejoices at the same time. Okay? They are more alike than they are different. Going to take a break? We'll be right back. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. It's now become a normal event on Twitter. President Trump tweets something about election results, and Twitter leadership attaches a disclaimer to it. This claim about election results is disputed. Most everyone is aware that the president has a lively presence on social media. Every citizen in this country is free to evaluate the president's claims as they see fit. But Twitter should not be moderating the president's tweets. Doing so is a weakening of free speech. Twitter is a publicly held company but is still free to set its own rules. That does not mean that they don't have a responsibility to promote free speech. Like higher education institutions, liberty either flourishes or goes to die in such settings. Twitter should not act as the president's self-appointed big brother. Twitter should let free speech be free and leave it to citizens to figure out the rest. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy for those considering careers in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium, but Mike's extending its 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUNTOWIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. God bless us, everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for in 2021? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas. God bless us. God bless us. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to win the blessing of having your mortgage or rent paid in 2021. Enter WLQV's Christmas Mortgage Miracle at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com. Tap the news talk and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com.
All right. It's great to be with you. And uh, Marcus, he always touch with that good music. Appreciate it. Number to call area code 866-423-9578. Even though we're at the last minutes of our program, the only thing that I should break down for you in our dealing with uh, body, soul, and spirit is uh, uh, maybe uh, you might be interested in knowing the Hebrew and uh, Greek uh, uh, expressions of uh, what we've been talking about. If we look at the, uh, uh, the spirit, soul, and body uh, in Hebrew, uh, uh, the spirit, the word for spirit in Hebrew is ruach. Uh, R-U-A-C-H is how it's transliterated. For soul, uh, it would be nephesh, N-E-P-H-E-S-H. That's soul in Hebrew. For body, it would be beten, B-E-T, that's B-E-T-E-N, or geshem, G-E-S-H-E-M. If we look at Greek, and we do spirit, soul, and body, uh, the, the word in Greek for spirit is pneuma, okay, from which we get our pneumatology and uh, uh, that word from, pneumonia. Okay? Uh, the word for spirit in Greek is pneuma. The word for soul in Greek is suke. Of course, you can tell that's where we get our word psychology is from that, all right? So suke, that's the word for the soul. Uh, and then the word for the body is soma. Soma, S-O-M-A. So just to uh, make our study complete, uh, to show you the differences between these in Greek and Hebrew, saying the same things within those different languages, so that in your studies of theology, when you see those uh, words, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. All right. And remember, if you like Bible talk, I definitely like bringing it to you. It's a joy to be here, reaching so many people with the Word of God, but it needs support, and we ask that you give the best support you can. Send those donations to P.O. Box. That's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and your money will go to keep the Bible talkingest program ever on radio. And we definitely appreciate that. Remember, I'll give you that P.O. Box again, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Send us something if you love this program. We definitely love you. Uh, This is Pastor Moss saying God bless you. God bless all of you. And I'll see you next time.
sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.